I just want to know where I'm at on the list. You want me to steal that joy from you of finding out where you ended up? Well, it, you, the way I do it is like if, if they nominate me, it's good. If they don't, it's trash. Like, for example, they just booked me for Roots Picnic this, this year. Mm-hmm. Last year they didn't. I was like dogging the whole like festival. This year they booked me. It's the best thing ever. You say you're so silly, yo. I'm serious. You gotta, but you got to stop being biased like that. In your, no, but it's, it's a good show. lineup this year. They it got me and Charlamagne headlining the podcast stage. They could throw you on there too. Do you I, even do that? I wouldn't have done that. Why not? Because that's just not what I'm into today. I did that already. Okay, I never did that. I did that. I did. I did. Um, we did that with the old gang uh, a few years ago. I'm going out live this year, man. I'm, I'm I'm stepping outside the 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 streaming room and trying to do some live appearances. Why? Um, are you asking why? Seriously? Yeah, I want you to say that it's, for, it's, it's for young, your audience. Well, it's the young boy. Um, I I call it the young boy phenomenon. When you've dominated so much in the streaming era, not going outside, you don't know how much you're leaving out there by just capitalizing off the the brand you've built up. All right, so so I'm not trying to go out there and be like, oh, no, I'm training what I've done. The internet is just that it, it only people, makes sense. Your business people have made it make sense for you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Joe, man. There we go. That's, Yo, there we go. You have to PC us here to death. <laughs> no, it just makes sense now. I should. I'm trying to expand the brand. This year is an expansion year for me. Um, I'm trying to do, uh, I won't necessarily call it a network, but just expansion of what I do, make it a little bit more, you know, kind of automated, also put some talent on as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have a new spot downstairs too. Like, you know, I'm going to hire much more people, but it's just expanded. Like, I feel like I've hit that peak of, yo, what could one man do by just grinding 20 hours a day, all day, like also not only being a platform, but being talent, what's the max you could get out of one body in one life? Yeah. And I, and I think I hit it and I'm like, I guess I could like, oh, let me try to do what I've done two years ago or three years ago, like trying to, or just say, I think shit is changing where the complexes of this world, they're done and out. And what I mean by they're done and out, they're too big, they're too corporate, it's just not gonna work. It's it's really now the creators who could kind of scale up on a realistic level where we're not talking about like 400 employees, but if you kind of have like, you know, you, you, you try to put on two, three other uh, talented people with you, kind of build it out, you will definitely maximize um, mm. productivity and also increase, you know, the amount of content you can put out for your audience. So that's where I'm at this year. That's the only goal. Okay. I like it. I like it for you. I'm proud of you. I love that. What you got going on this year, Joe? <laughs> Listen, buddy. Don't you start your shit. I don't have nothing going I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Joe only told me he has only like two hours, so I got to get to this shit immediately. First of all, yeah, I got to take all the credit. And by the way, hold on. Let's Welcome to another to episode it. of Off the Record Podcast. My rolling intros continue. I am here with none other than the Podfather, uh, my favorite and best co-host of any show I've ever been on. My man. Um, my man. Same. I, mean, I have a follow-up question for that, but I'm here with the Podfather himself. I, I think people just kind of unanimously give you the credit of kind of pioneering and spearheading, if not the did, art of just, podcasting, but the business. 100%. Okay, I can see that. Right? And if not, the, the cool name that just kind of stuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here with Joe Bun people of the Joe Bun Podcast yes, and also sir. of the Joe Bun Network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Salutations. When are My we getting guy. off the? Uh, well, I'll say off the record. Everyday struggle back going on, man. Did you see the? Uh, I know you did. I did see it. I know you did. I did. 
it was a perfect time to ask this question. Should we tell the people? You can. I mean, we can. Well, well okay. I'm, so I'm here to talk. When I get with you, I'm here to talk. Whatever there's a you lot of do. content moves happening. Yes. Um, Larry Jackson, who's been someone very interested in the brand of Joe Budden, the brand of academics, but definitely both of us together. Mm-hmm. Um, we just saw an announcement that he's funded for like a billion dollars. Yes. A billion dollars. Uh, music and media play. Uh, I think it's Gamma, if, I, if I'm getting that correct. But... I mean, I just know it's something that he's been working on behind the scenes for years. So when you see people, when you see these announcements come and you know how hard somebody's been working at something, yeah, happy for him, proud of him. But yeah, he had a lot of interest in us and that, and he got the money now, shit. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question, though. You're financially really up. We all know it. We check the outfits. We see like that hat right there. You come up with a bucket hat like that. What brand is that, bro? Stop it because you put me real low on the list and then all the content creators had a blast with that list. Bro, I put you 3.5 million a year. But it was low on the list. Okay, okay, okay. So the content creators had a blast. I got a couple calls about that list. They felt like I was looking. Yeah, tell me about it. That list is fun. I took that question elsewhere. I asked somebody else that question too. I got. I won't. You know, confidential confidentiality purposes. Won't say who said what. That's why. But before you say anything, that right there is why I don't fuck with none of the content people like that. Bro. Why? The because the content people always want to have a who's got the biggest dick contest. Pause. But like, you do too. So, no, I do not. No, the fuck I do not. You keep your eyes looking at everything going on in the marketplace, Joe. I know. No, you. no, that's a fact. But that's different from a, a dick swinging contest. Like, it's all of our jobs to be up on what's going on in the marketplace. But it's also... Like, somebody called you, I don't even know yet. Okay. But somebody called you to add money to to where you put them on the list. No. They called to basically say, Ack, while you were having that conversation, you were being gaslit into believing that there isn't a certain amount of money in podcasting, which I'm here to tell you. because who, who was gaslighting you? Well, I feel like when I was throwing out some numbers, like a lot of people in the room were like, nah, nah, what? We're even talking about the whole Stephen A thing, right? Like, yo, if this guy's getting this, like, how could these guys? And what I was being told by many different people, yeah, the money is here, okay? So that is a variation of exactly what I just said. Is well, somebody well, it, was, it wasn't just some, for them. It wasn't for, I didn't for them. I did say that. Okay. I did not say that. I know you niggas like the back of my hand, you content niggas. We saying the same shit. Okay. We saying the same thing. Did I lowball you or not? Uh, no, you did not. IRS purposes. I see. I see the new bracelet. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought it. I, I thought Yo, I you used to rock that Rolex, like that, that old Rolex back in the day. I don't even see it no more. What is that? That's some new shit. Plain Jane. It's 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 that that Rolex is more valuable now. Really? It probably is. But like when when you start switching it out, that used to be like your piece. Now you got some new shit going on. That's the Nautilus. That's some rich nigga shit, man. Stop it. Yeah, this Stop is bust it. down. This is, this is depreciating. I'm like new to the jewelry game. I'm so mad. I'm like first year rapper in. You get what I mean? I'm so mad. Every time me and you get together, it causes such a frenzy in the content where I'm dying to know who called you. I got to guess. Who called you? No, I got a couple of calls. Come on, tell me, tell me the one. No, nah, I can't. Tell me who said that you was being gaslit. Who no, would no. use such a phrase? No, well, I, I think that maybe I was looking, I thought I was looking very fairly. Which I get to find out I was. I I have a new like theory about that whole conversation. Give it to me. You potentially gaslit or downplayed 
We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And Ian, because of many multi... Uh, you might have a uh, conflict of interest because you, you have coworkers there. Like if if I'm coming here, like yo, I'm making $80 million. And somebody's like, yo, I'm only making 80,000. They'd be like, yo, what's going on? No, I already have arrangements with all my coworkers. We wouldn't be down, downplaying things because of the people that were there. No, I think niggas are lying. <laughs> and until all of y'all are ready to come to the table with your tax, tax papers, I don't want to hear all this machismo talk. All y'all do, all this too much words. You, you 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 did you did mention something about lifestyle. Did you see my man Wallow's new 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 Maybach? Yes, I did. Very impressive. Yes, I did. Uh, listen, I'm happy for Wallow, especially Wallow, because Wallow is. I personally think I underestimate just Wallow alone, just because I think most of the hats he wears in like business, he's working with Google. He's working all over the fucking place. He has twenty yeah. different jobs. Yeah, you will not stop that pocket watching. Yeah, I will never stop it. Bro. But yeah, I'm happy for him. He deserves it. How's Amp treating you? Amp is great. Amp is great? Amp is great. My Amp shows today. Really? That's why I got to leave. You do a live? I, I do a live. Oh, shit. It's kind of like Clubhouse in a way. Not for me. I know people may treat it like that, but I don't ever have a whole bunch of people on stage just talking. I talk to the celebrity that I plan to talk to, or I'm playing music and just curating a vibe. More like a playlist. That's style. definitely... Um, Organic to what you do You, you yeah. usually get on live all the time Just playing a bunch of R&B joints Just vibing out Yeah I, I've kind of tried to follow that As it's advanced through the Can you play this Who owns this License You know all of that shit So this is a really cool way To still do that And yeah just curate that for people Have you Have you been offered Or have you done anything Where maybe cognizantly Or maybe in hindsight You thought Yeah that was a bag chasing move Because I, I haven't seen you do the okay? Let me go get the big splash. Mm-mm. Let me show these niggas what's really good. But we know I, you're good still. But it's just like it feels like everything you're doing now seems natural to your algorithm. Yeah, it is. It is feels that way. I'm glad you noticed that. Thank you. Um, no, it hasn't been the bag chasing move. Like I've been blessed in that regard, right? I was laughing on the way over here because it's been the opposite for me. Like I told you, I left Complex, so I was mm. kind of down memory lane in my head. How many employees I got over there now? Everybody works remote. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Everybody. Like they got people that been moved here, moved here. Everybody works remote. They do things very differently over there now. But, I mean, I don't know. I was my first time, second time there. But I was down memory lane in my head. And I was thinking, and I just saw Puff recently. So I went down memory lane with Revolt. All the places that I left, I left because... I wasn't going to get the money that I felt I could go get here. And that's just, it's not a knock to anybody. Like in hindsight, Complex didn't do nothing wrong. They had it valued a certain way and I didn't. And they weren't willing to pay. I felt like I could go outside the building and get that. Same at Revolt. And I, can I give you a hindsight? That's been the story of my career. Can I give you a hindsight? Um, a hindsight conversation now that I'm here. 
if the the moment I remember you were remember we were going through this long negotiation period and you were just like, yo, this is not gonna cut it. And it was just pretty much obvious and abundant that you're gonna leave. Yeah. If I was in the mindset of I am now too, I'd have probably beat you to the door. Of course. <laughs> I would have probably of beat course you to you the door. Of course you would have. 1,000%. I would have yeah, yeah, yeah. beat you to the door. I would have beat you to the door. I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's why I was never but, but, mad. Yeah, at that point, too, though, like, I was also just thinking, like, you know what? Yeah, I am doing my own thing, but I just never thought content. I didn't even know what that meant in terms of the worth. Now, even, like, you know, escalating to other and, and, and deals I've done later. I'm I like, didn't either, by the way. And I'm like, what the fuck was... I even thinking about it at that but point. I didn't either. Like complex was very integral in my everything. Nothing you did though, because he, because because you were a rapper, you understood what heat and buzz was and what that could do oh, in, yes. in a monetary f- faction, right? Fact. I was just literally thinking, still like a YouTuber. I'm like, well, well. I understand why they can't give us this because we'll just think about the AdSense they're making, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm not thinking about the bigger picture in this totality, right? How uh, I'll say, still, I, I'll never agree with how you did it. Of but course. That you did it, you were right in that sense. I think I've, I've, I think I've acknowledged that before. I think they did too <laughs> at some point. Yeah, but it's cool. It's no hard. It's no hard feelings now with with any of that. And like that's one of the main reasons I was never mad at you for how you went about any of that because all of us got to go get our info how we go get it. True. Right at that time, maybe there was more that you needed to learn there in that space, being head honcho for a little bit. And now when you leave, yeah, like when you left, kind of the same thing happened for you. Yeah, like that happened for me. Like you. You took this newfound information and you started just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She started yeah. going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm surprised they let you back in the building. But there's no, it's no, there's no beef. The whole rich thing. Rich still over there. I, I don't. Think. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. But he wouldn't be in contact with yeah. me, even if he is. And again, there's no problem with rich. I, I said what I had to say. I'm not mad at them. I'm not angry at them. Let me ask you this a fundamental question that some might be be wondering. You're up, I'm up. What's to stop us from just saying, hey, listen, let's agree to a split. We funded ourselves, we shoot. You. It's gonna be, don't say me. It's stop you. it. It's you. It's only you. It's only you. That has been the story of our relationship since you came to the house in Montclair. And I was like, yo, we could do it ourselves. Then we go to everyday show, yo, we could do it ourselves. It was the time to leave. Yo, we could do this ourselves. <laughs> but you kept getting more money and more information. So it's like, nah, I got to well, get this. I got to get this check. I'm not putting my own up. They got to pay. They got to pay. Well, okay. okay but me okay. and you could have always at any time. Don't, don't make me call Ian. I tell Ian every year, call Axe Lawyer and just find out what's going on with, with, with okay. where they at. Okay. So, so. I do that every year. That is true. So, <laughs> so then let's talk about this because I do think things are changing again. Right, and I think you—you've been anticipating the change. I think the change is happening. It is the. You're so good at peeping that. There was a moment where it was about, hey, listen, get the bags, right? Like, hey, cool, you could do it yourself, right? And and people like me and you, we obviously believe we could do it ourselves, but you know, there is a safety net with, okay, here's a big upfront check. You get shit a little bit automated. You get a company backing you, and the check you're you're cool with stomaching at least for the 
couple of years that you signed on for. Then you see what's up. Yes, for sure. That seemed to be the move. I'm not going to lie. When you, when, when you went to Spotify, I was like, okay, cool. When I heard about some of the numbers that was being thrown around when you were renegotiating, I'm like, okay, cool. When I heard about some of the other players that were trying to maneuver, I'm seeing Call Her Daddy. I'm seeing everything going on. And I'm like, the win here is you have to go and secure the bag. And I remember at that time, I mean, that's kind of part of the reason I got into the podcasting game. Because I was like, leave. I knew exactly when Everyday Struggle was going to end. We had like a good couple months notice. Mm -hmm. Get my lawyer. I have our agent. and was like, yo, listen, what are we going to do? They're like, yo, listen, people would want the academics podcast. They're like, just chill. We'll go get the bag. It worked. But now I think this has changed. You know, just, you know, and, you know, I, I think you've seen it too. All of the bag given moves have slowed down. Exactly. Like, I, I think podcasting have now. Um, Cream got to rise to the top. Yeah, there's no one, um, unless unless you partner with like maybe a gambling company or something like DraftKings or something like that, who has an incentive in you just promoting their app. I don't think people are just saying, hey, yo, here's $20 million from do podcasts anymore. Yeah. Um, That's over. With. Not too sure what the number is that Gillian Wallow got. They might have been one of the last. If they did collect a, a decent or sizable bag from bar stools, but I think Spotify has basically said, "Hold the horses," right? Um, Bound to happen, inevitable. Drink champs. They did an interesting move because I think their stuff is is kind of like separated video and audio. They did something with a record label. Mm -hmm. Right mm -hmm. for the audio, and then the video is still owned by Revolt. It's always been Nori's thing. Like it's nothing new mm. there with him. Like everybody, everybody's thing is their thing. So Nori has been video here, audio here, window here, put them both here. He's been doing that for years. So now this is a new situation with the uh, with the uh, is that Warner? It's Warner. Yeah, yeah. Warner. Now, which which a lot of people call it player hating by you. Where you're like, I'm glad some of these niggas are failing, right? You said something of the, the sort. I stand by it. But it also, may have came out wrong, but I stand by it. But also, that's coupled with the reality that, you know, in 2022 was the year that the least amount of new podcasts started or podcasts that maybe did a few, like, under five episodes continued. So mm -hmm. people were jumping in this in 2021, 2020, 2019. Like, hey, listen, this is where everybody's going to win people are realizing that it's not the path of least resistance anymore. And it might take either some dedication, some talent, some both to do it. <laughs> why are you so happy about that? Some actual work. Why? But why are you happy about that? Why am I happy about that? Yeah. There's too many reasons. It's too many reasons. The cream's always going to rise to the top. You're the cream. So again, if this becomes, this is how I think about it, right? If this becomes the place where all advertisers say we have to start spending maybe even one tenth of what we do on TV. Even if there's 50 million people doing podcasts, it's still always going to go to the top five to 15%. That's never going to change. The people at the bottom, they just, they're just going to be, you know, making it look fluffy with the numbers. It's kind of like the musicians that they might do a thousand streams, but if you add, if you add up a million artists doing a thousand streams, that's a that's one billion streams, they're not the people who are benefiting from most of the stuff with the music business right. top twenty percent. So right. I would think you would you would be glad that there's more people in the mix. Oh no. No, 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 no. No. Why not? Let's see. Well number one, it floods the market. So when it floods the market, you're giving you're giving the, you're giving too many people 
too many different options. So if people are just here for a quick payday, right? If most of those people, where do I start? Let's put it like this. I My belief is that, well, it's not a belief, it's a fact. The, the top artists at the label keep the lights on. Facts, always. I don't care who you go out and sign. Uh, no matter how many shows the streaming service has, your your friends and your Seinfeld and your office are going to make this make this world go round, right? If people just jump into podcasting and behave like it's their first time there, mm-hmm. if that happens all across the board to all of the people distributing checks, then the field is all the way fucked up. It makes the people that know the value of some of this stuff, it makes them appear archaic when they present what the true value is. It 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 strengthens the fight of the streamer people. Right? Okay, okay, I, I'm following a little bit. Go ahead. Like like at the end of your negotiation with your with the end of your term, I think you have a good idea of what your shit should be worth. The same as I did at the end of mine on Spotify. But by the time the end of my Spotify contract came, all of the 800,000 podcasters out there were just doing it for tips. Mm, Okay. So it made made you look crazy. If you're just doing it for tips and shorts, but you're still delivering your very valuable content, then you're going to eventually fuck up the field. And that's what happened to the field. You know how many podcasters out there went into debt? There's a lot of podcasters out there in debt right now because they ran around taking advances on these projections and numbers. And now you have to actually do the work. Now you have to deliver. Hey, that's seven figures that you got from the ad company. Now, when you go place the ads, you have to drive that. You have to drive that traffic. (laughs) How many traffic drivers do you think are out there in podcasting? Like, The word podcast is so vague. How many movers of inventory do you believe to be in podcasting? Because if everybody's getting their money from ads, that means that somebody's a mover of inventory, no? Yeah. I don't think there's very many. Well, I would imagine it's back to that top 20, top 10 conversation. Back to the cream of the crop. And listen, people think it's easy to do. Let's get to that part. People think it's simple, and it's not. Like, it's easy to fucking look at a camera, look at a mic, and think you could just sit down with your friends and talk some shit. That's why the women have this ongoing theory about black men that do podcasts. Like, every time a black man say something stupid. I think it's because of you. It's not, though. Nah, every it's, it's you. I'm telling you, that that came. It's your gang. It's your it's, my it's, gang. It's them, little, it's them little Miami niggas that say stupid shit. It's that whole crew of niggas that say stupid shit just for clicks. And the niggas that don't do the work. And that's back back to my point. Let me finish my point. Mm-hmm. When you don't do the work, you just get in front of a mic and say shit like, would you rather a million dollars or go to dinner with Jesse? You're just going to read some shit. Come on here and say it. You're not doing the work. You, you take it for granted. I want anybody that takes it for granted to fail. Sounds like you told my Rory and Minnie Mama. No, you say that. I don't even discuss those gentlemen. They're not even in my in my ballpark. Oh, we could put some names to it. 
I, 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 I think what you're saying, and, applies, and, 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 and leave the leave them out of it. You're you're basically saying when you get on this mic, you take it fucking serious, and you put the work. A in. A lot of people take it serious. Yes. Well, the, well, the people that usually are are usually constantly mentioned, they take it serious. But there's some people who they have ridden the coattails of just saying this is just how you cash out on maybe some social media fame, and yeah, that's just not how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can understand they're, that they're, thought. They're, they're cheapening, cheapening the culture, which is why it is where it is. Right I now. usually say I don't think about those people because I always adjust. Oh, me whatever, too. whatever the format is, I, I always adjust. And because I know I'm great at what I do, I'm going to adjust and I'm going to always still be there. So those people like there's always going to be a one trick pony. There's always going to be a person who you're like, yo, that guy right there, or th they're the beneficiary of this new like wave for the next six months. Mm -hmm. But after this next six months is over with. I let me be clear. I wasn't saying that stuff thinking that they affected me at all. Mm. Like, that's totally separate. <laughs> I do want to take, I, I want to, um, yeah, what happened, happened to those guys? But I know you're talking about it, but I'm definitely talking about it. I don't know what happened to those guys. I haven't seen them in years. Why do you talk about it, though? You know why? Because I like but to you talk about everything. Yeah, I do talk about everything. You talk about everything. Yeah, you, you catch me talking about an irrelevant nigga. I, yeah, I catch you at all hours of the night yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. As soon as it happens, Ak is a, oh, yeah. Ak reacts to fucking Angelina Jolie farted last night. Like, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. play. You don't miss a beat. Yeah, I, I've been trying to create, like, a new ecosystem with the stream and stuff, which, you know, back then, you know, when we were doing Everyday Struggle, probably not the best thing to preemptively prompt the content right because it was probably stepping on it a little bit mm. but these days um it works um because i get to create this whole new ecostructure um which you know you know twitch saw our uh back and forth about the twitch thing and they what was our conversation again? it was like yo what happened with you and twitch that's what you said and they had a whole conversation oh, with yeah. me about it so hey you feeling good and i'm like yeah i'm good um i don't i, I think i was pretty clear about you were great. That was my question. Oh, no, no. Well, well, I mean, I have no problem also being open about it because just like how you are open with a lot of your business dealings to instruct the market, I do know a lot of people ran to Twitch because of me. And I That's do understand that people believe that Twitch is whatever because of me. That's a fact. And these days I multi-stream. You know, um, I would never stream on one platform without them having given me an exclusive deal ever again. And um, <laughs> he said that with conviction, boy. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Um, just because I believe that content back back when I was doing everyday struggling, even before that, I've been streaming for a long time. Like I, I, I think I was playing around with that content, just watching how other people in that space has monetized it and just done great things. I've realized, you know, it, it's just not smart to just be a slave to one particular. Out, outlet or platform with them not and even then you know we can get into so many things about like ad splits this and third you're just you're, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face you know what i mean so these days um i stream everywhere and um i take advantage of the youtube i stream on on facebook i'm trying to stream on tiktok too mm. it is what it is you know and by the way but now there are companies where shit is going though and that's the only way you know i love i do love twitch but it, it's the only way to prompt the conversation because now other outlets are coming to say, hey, Ak, we want you exclusively. 
we have these things to offer to you. And it might not be, you know, uh, the right offer for the right person at the time, but at least you get to create some competition because you kind of like, you, you do yourself in when you, you you just tell someone, hey, without you giving me any type of real incentive, I'm going to show up here and have blind loyalty to you. Yeah, I agree with that. So th- that's kind of what I've been with it. But, but you know, they're still, we're still a good, we're in a good place, but um, I think they, they understand my stance is clear. You look, you look great. Look at you. You got your bust down. Nah, man, I'm trying to get six back this year, That's just any bust down, too. That, that bust down. That's nice. It's the plain James is winning out here, man. Hey, I'll, can I give myself some flowers? Anytime I'm around, you can give yourself flowers. Okay. I'm going to give myself flowers for your podcast being so lit recently. Your podcast is back hitting peaks, but I'm taking credit. How though? (laughs) Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. The last time I appeared and I felt that way for a few months, maybe not exactly when I appeared, but I remember saying Joe has a great audience. You probably have one of the biggest just core audience, right? Mm. But I, I say Joe podcast ain't hitting on the levels it normally hit at because Joe is keeping it way too safe. He's not shooting. And, and and shooting doesn't mean shock jock shit. You did say that. Saying random shit. You did say that. I um, you're not shooting in the sense of you're not unapologetically just giving your opinion and knowing there might be fallout, whether it's relationship wise, whether it's pissing off a fan base or whatever the case is. You're just doing what you do. That's what everyday struggle was. Yes. That was the beauty of it. Right. I had like and even if I was wrong or even if you were wrong, supposedly to the world. We would give these opinions and we would walk off the ledge and we would live and die with it. And sometimes the consequences not it's only ended when the show. That's what I was mad at. Yeah. It, we was we was busting our ass. Yeah. People don't realize that's tough shit. Yeah. It's tough to fucking do. And it, it's not only, you know, there's so much. I think some people think, oh, well, it's, it, that's easy to do. Well, you know, when you're going to just be completely honest on the mic. And sometimes you got to be honest against your friends. You got to be honest against people who are popular. You got to say things that is not pandering and you're going against the grain. Yep. The repercussions definitely never only stop once you stop recording, right? Like sometimes you go to social media, people stalk you. And that's the part that gets annoying, right? Like if you've done this for long enough and you said some shit that pissed somebody off, that person went looking for your phone number or address. I'm talking about the barbs, man. <laughs> I'm talking about a bunch of, you know how many phone calls I've had after a podcast or after a take from somebody that don't present themselves as sensitive, but they're the most sensitive person in the world, Yeah, but you care about their feelings, so now you got to edit something or not say what you really, this is the most annoying shit in the world. I try not to be friends with people. And that's why I took credit, because I think you, you have think been- turned it up. Yeah, I think you've, and when I mean turn it up, you're not doing anything that's outside of Joe. What you're doing now, though, is just saying, hey, listen, I don't really give a fuck if you guys are cool with me or not, if you guys come sit down here with me or not, which you've never cared about, but I'm just going to give my opinion, and I don't mean to offend, but it might be offensive, right? And I think when you do that, and when you're always in your truth, and I, sometimes you do come back and back, and be like, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, but when, when you're game. all the way honest, because you, you you are falling back into this, your life is great right now. That's I told people I said, yo, everyday struggle. I don't know if it would be the same with Joe, because Joe not Joe don't have a he don't care about nothing. Like yeah. he, he don't care about nothing to say I don't like it. These days, Joe will come come out, even though I think you're dead wrong on this one, and say, hey, listen, this NBA young boy thing, I don't believe it. I don't know how you could say I'm dead wrong about that. I saw your little piece on me. You're wrong about that one. 
Maybe, but how could y'all say that I'm wrong about it? Well, I mean, the nigga just finished talking to me. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What? I don't want to say, because I don't say, but the nigga just tweeted, posted something talking to somebody. He's bipolar. It's an artist. See, all right. No, exactly. This no, no, is why no. I'm done. I'm done. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I fuck no, with no, young no, boys. Hold on, so no, I don't no, want no. It. I, That's the other thing that's exactly. tough about yeah. when you like saying some shit that you think. Because today there is no separation, there's no compartmentalizing. If you said, hey, NBA young boy, I don't believe you, then you must not fuck with NBA young boy. Okay. I don't like that. This is where I had. Um, I had some disagreement with you, right? You, but I'm you you I'm seeing where you're coming from, though. I might agree with you on this one. No, no I, I'm gonna tell you why I have disagreement. When you look at a lot of things, and I know you from that, your outlook on many things from when we used to get topics at Everyday Struggle, you would say, What's the rollout? Like, what's the marketing thing around this? I really think that that kid literally just doesn't even give a fuck about marketing. Um, I think that. I think he does care about getting off house arrest. He has a hearing today. I definitely think that, right? He probably has finally understood. Don't do the John Morant and get off house arrest. That you could finally, you know, what I mean, walk outside your driveway, right? So I won't say that might not be influential, but I don't think it's nothing with like music sales or anything like. Hey, Wait, listen. I don't either. Well, that's what you, you kind of said it was. No, that's all right. That was not the point I was saying. That wasn't my point. My only point was, I do not believe the whole. I am reformed. These niggas could try to get me out of my bag, but it's not going to work. I got too much money to get, and I'm ignoring you niggas, and I'm just, that's it, violent. Stop the violence. Stop killing each other. Stop shooting each other. Everybody just chill. I believe that he's with that because he's dead at his beef. I believe he's with that. Yeah. But what exactly. I don't believe is if somebody played with him, that he's just going to turn around and walk away. Yeah, but, but he I don't was, believe that. He didn't say it was Jesus now. He say like he'll turn but the he cheek. be he speaks and these messages come off like, yo, you niggas stay out of my way. I don't want to do nothing to y'all, and I want to keep living my good life. Like chill. I'm not gonna let y'all get me back to. And even when he talk about niggas, he be like, yo, these niggas will go back to jail. These niggas' lives ain't good. They want to throw it away. I'm never throwing it away. I hear that and I support that message. I, I, I'm saying if somebody play with him, is think, all I'm saying. I think also is the voice of a sober man. Well, yeah, that's I, I think sobriety um, or forced sobriety has gotten him to realize his blessings, his gifts, and also realize that he's been playing with his freedom or gambling against elongated incarceration for a long time. And if he doesn't um, at least think a little bit more straight, Excuse he's going to go to jail. One thing I'll definitely say, which this is why I was saying, I have to believe him on this. I've never seen an artist at their peak. I've seen an artist after their peak admit the effects of their music destroying the community. You get what I mean? I mean, okay. even, um, well, I'll change that up a little bit because Future did say, like, hey, listen, I know my music may have got a lot of people strung out on drugs. Mm -hmm. But, like, he kind of pivoted like he was about to stop, then he got right back to it. He knows what we like. Yeah. Um, when it came to, like, gangster music, though, like, 
We've seen Meek kind of say he would do it, but at very interesting times. Um, I'm not sure we've ever seen an artist say, hey, listen, like in that interview he did with um, Elliot and B-Dot, he said, yo, I, my music probably got made a lot of people get in that car. Yeah. And it felt like he was saying there is blood on my hands. And that goes back to like just I have a big thing about accountability in hip hop. Like, I mean, even shit. Every time they have this conversation about, about me and the Warren Chirac, I'm always like, yo, yo, I, I do think I am somewhat accountable. But if I'm the only nigga taking accountability, y'all going to blame murders on me. Right. Yeah. If I'm saying, yo, give me like 10 percent of the blame. But what about these other guys? And they're like, no, no, you're the only person takes the blame. Rappers usually never take the blame. And I, I think he's doing that a little bit. I'm not mad at that. I agree with that. And you get way more than 10% of that. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying, no, well, I'm a media person. So so for the Chicago stuff, no, no. I say 10% for me. Young boy, young boy, 90%, of course. But young boy, I'm with. I blame young boy for John Morant. I'm not going that far, but I'm with everything you just said about him and I support all that shit. I support him. I really fuck with him. I just do not believe that if he's off house arrest and somebody tries to play with him, that he's just going to be the bigger person. I don't think he'll I go back to those environments. I think he's cut like that. I think Kodak is cut like that. Dirk, it's a few of these niggas that just they cut like that. Leave Kodak is different though. I don't. I, I. I don't think Kodak has had a brush against death and also incarceration. And every time when he gets out of the situation, he literally Kodak literally says it's about time I got shot. Like no one that that says yo maybe I should move differently to not be in a situation where bullets are getting fired, says that Kodak's a little different. Never seen young boy do this. He did mention you, though. And, um, yeah, he, he he said Joe Budden. Um, oh, it was his album title. Yeah, yeah, and he said, don't try this at home. Yeah. What do you think about, clearly he's made the, the plan to still rap about somewhat violent stuff, but he's saying there's a playoff it. Don't try this at home. I love meaning, that. Meaning, hey, I'm not telling you to go do this. This ain't even my current life. Um, but I'm rapping about maybe some stuff in my past. I, I love that. Absolutely love it. Okay. I'm with the trend of all the new artists starting every song that they ever make with, yo, this is Cap. What about if Gunna does that? What, that this is Cap? He should have been doing it. What do you think about Gunna? Nothing. I don't. I don't really think about what have you been thinking about the, that, the, the, that the telethon sector. going on? Like, come on now. I, I, I heard you give some comments on it because these days, and um, it's interesting because as you are the pod father, they, they, they give me a certain seniority um, position when it comes to YouTube. And these days on YouTube, you, there's dudes popping up. They're the snitch finders. They're like, yo, we got the, <laughs> I'm serious. They're like, yo, we got the fucking whole surveillance, to, uh, uh, the, the, the interrogation footage. Like, yo, this guy's telling for like three hours. <laughs> yo, I got the paperwork on this guy. And there's a bunch of these no, people. I, no. And um, there was an interesting development. I don't know if you fuck with Van now, um, but um, I remember Van and this guy, 1090 Jake, they had different opinions, but basically it was like, yo, hey, listen, you guys who are, like, say, Boston Richie, he's a relatively new rapper, okay. but people are bringing up, yo, he snitched way back in the day when he wasn't <laughs> even a rapper, and that's, like, a huge thing, and people think that's more of a, I don't even know how to describe it. But it was compared to like the Warren Chirac in a sense, where it's like, yo, you 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 bringing up their past when they're trying to escape their past probably further pushes them to perpetuate their past or probably kills their career, which puts them back in the same environment. Does that make sense? That does make that does make sense. What do you think about the regular fans, also media outlets? I'll put myself in there too. <laughs> I gotta throw my man Adam up in there too. Definitely Vlad. <laughs> y'all gang, y'all whole little nasty gang, y'all. That's not a nasty gang. 
Well, Vlad is interviewing. I get attacked Bo- when I say no. It, Vlad is just so. interviewing Boosie about like yo, <laughs> yo, he knows Boosie hates that like shit, people that who talk. Nasty, yo. Do you think? Yo, do you see what he did with Arkland? That's what you're getting me in trouble. What? Yo. I what? hate your gang. What? Tell me what happened. You came here. You sat here last time I was here. Uh-huh. You was like, yo, would you sit with Vlad? Yeah. I was like, it's Charles. I don't give a fuck. Is this your shit? You call me, I'm there. Yeah. He has spun that into, yeah, Joe Button has been trying to get with me and sit with me. <laughs> but well, I told him, no, nah, I mean, I don't want him on my platform. <laughs> like, but, but that is solely I, your doing. I, 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 I hate take, all you media I take niggas. some blame for it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think Vlad now is moving and operating and swinging his dick a little bit like, yo, I'm the big dog. In the yard, and what yard? Well, I'm just gonna say the content Where? space. Well, I think he believes that. No, he don't. Yes, he does. No, he don't. He does the most numbers. He don't. He definitely believes. I'm that. telling you, when he go to bed at night, that he don't believe it. He That's what I'm telling. Definitely believes that. All right, we disagree then. Why do you? But think, we always disagree. Why do you that? think he doesn't believe that? Because I see how he responds to artists. He never when, used to. when they treat him the way that every artist. Most artists treat Vlad, but he's re- he's responded differently now. Him and Sweetie, you know what he told Sweetie? I saw maybe that. Them, maybe them sales would have got higher if you came over here. I I saw that, but that wasn't a good look for him. Well, that she was didn't, a, she that didn't go back at him. She was like, "Hey, Vlad, I love you." No, no, I saw that part, but I'm saying what he said to her when he thought that she was dubbing him is who he is when he goes to bed at night. I don't believe none of the talking. These people do on microphone. Well, you got to give me. I'm into body language. I'm into. There's other ways to get information from people. Do you give him he his said credit that to a girl? But do you give him his credit for for? Um, I think his platform. Um, number one, I, I give him his credit for everyone is doing what his platform is doing. People used to hate the cutting up of videos. Everybody does it now. Right, he pioneered that. Right. I also, nev- I, think- I never take away from the business that he's built and how he's how he uh has built it over the years. Also, there's a bunch of other people who they also do these non on camera things, and it's kind of similar in copying him. And to be honest, he does 50 million views a month. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Well, if we're talking about the biggest platform, everybody do views and everybody get their money the way that they get it, which is differently. How do you define like the biggest platform? Get... But biggest platform don't say nothing. Everybody has more subscribers than me on YouTube. Everybody has more subscribers than me. Biggest platform don't. Well, you've never really focused on YouTube. You're a little different. But so for how, you, would have to sum it up. How do you quantify biggest? Pla- everybody has more followers than me on YouTube. What can we rank platforms now? I'm ranking people. What do you think about the Breakfast Club? Today? Yeah. I don't know because I haven't seen their new iteration. Angelie's out. They're using guests and rotating hosts. It looks like most of the popular shows are using rotating, uh, rotating, rotating a guest as a host. Uh, Breakfast Club, First Take. Uh, are you guys, you, you kind of, I know it's you, it's your nice, but like I've seen Queen Flip's on there. Flip is on my shit. Is, but is he permanent or just? No, he's, he's permanent. Oh, okay. Well, he's permanent. He's on a network. He's permanent on my network. He may not be look? permanent on my podcast. How does that look business-wise? Maybe. You say he's on the network. He's on the network, which means we'll develop him. Okay. And we'll develop content based around him. He's on my pod for the foreseeable future. I don't plan on taking him off, but 
he could he could grow to the point where it's best to keep the Kane Corso in his own cage. <laughs> is his other content that he currently does? I think, I think he has a podcast. He has his own. Does stuff, that fall on the network, network or no? No, he has his own network where he has done. Uh, he does podcasts with his man G Money. Shout out to G. Uh, Flip has done. You know what? He's done a lot more than I knew that he did. Mm. Like he did a reality. He had his own house and put people in it and did a reality show. He's done uh like different content with Uber where they banned him and just he's been he's been active for some years. Until I started working with him, I didn't even know how many Instagram followers he had. Like I don't check that type of yeah. stuff. But he definitely has his own following and has been a lightning bolt to me and everything that I got going on. No, that's great. It's interesting as you say that because, you know, Again, what do you I think you, of the Breakfast Club? Huh? What do you think of the Breakfast Club now? Um, the same as I've always thought. Like you know, no disrespect to Angela Yee, I, I just feel like that you know, and also envy too. But that's Charlemagne's situation. Like that show will live and die with with Charlemagne. I, I saw the back and forth thing recently, and I was like, little. You know, Angela Yee was like, yeah, I was oh, the only the, woman in the room. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and my opinion on that is just like. The Breakfast Club will remain on change and remain unaffected in whatever format You're until horrible. Charlemagne says, I'm hanging my hat up. Got it. And I think pretty much you'd agree too, right? Like, I mean. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> would you? Uh, I don't know. Well, we're not talking. Well, obviously, the climate of how people used to look at the Breakfast Club is different, but I'm saying. The show with or without one host, that's not Charlemagne. Like, uh, you know, it's easy to do rotating hosts when you have a Stephen A. It's easy to do rotating hosts when you have, um, um, when you have. I'm just not going to doubt iHeart's. Yes, that's a fact. I'm just not going to doubt iHeart's ability and Thea's ability to find the next Charlemagne. I don't think you can find it on that format anymore. If there, if there is another Charlemagne, they've already built up equity somewhere else. You you can't you can't find someone from the crib and throw them there. You know how radio used to work. You used to kind of have to come me. up during the ranks. If anybody has that talent to come up during the ranks to make it there, they already got a podcast. The podcast already lit. Why would you do it? Well, I, oh, I do think radio has to hire podcasters too. <laughs> okay. Like, but, there's a there's a there's a crossroads there. There's an intersection. So do you? It sounds like you're you're kind of possibly suggesting that there might be a uh, um, like a uh, um, going to say warrior situation where it's like yo we got Steph but Steph is aging but let's get a Jordan Poole in this bitch that pretty much when Steph's out of here we got Jordan Poole you know what I mean? Yes, hmm. exactly. Everybody has to do it, so their time is just now. I don't know what would be attractive that. That that would be able to. It would have to be something completely new and. But that's people's jobs to figure out. It's somebody's job to figure that out. Also, I think with the new deal Charlemagne signed, I don't think he's going anywhere for the next four or five years. I don't know anybody's deal or business because I'm not friends with none of these niggas the way DJ Academics is. I don't text you niggas. I don't call you niggas. I don't check for you niggas. I'm not looking for you niggas. I'm on my own island. If I could, if you were open to me getting you and Vlad in the room, me, you, and Charlemagne. Yo, you keep putting me in these spots where I get in trouble. I'm serious. Me, you, and Charlemagne. The people that I fuck with can call me and I'll show up to any content idea that they're doing because I believe in the ecosystem. I believe that the content people and potters need to support each other. Hmm. So me, you, and Charlemagne. 
in a room. Possibility. It's always a possibility. I don't have no real beef with y'all, man. I'm talking shit right now. I don't have no real beef with Vlad. None of this shit is real. Clip it, this shit is all, clip it, clip this shit is all a simulation. Next interview. Yeah, me and Joe, we've been at smoke. Now he say you don't have no people. He here. has to stop. <laughs> he, has to, he has to stop, yo. But I know who he is when he goes to bed at night, though. <clears throat> um, okay. So I, I've also had this conversation. I don't know what's your, your relationship with Van, man. We really got to see if, if it, I don't know if it's cool. But Another yeah. one. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's another one. Okay. So no, I, apparently I burned all the bridges over the years. You have. You just got a lighter going through. All right. But it's not about him necessarily. But me and him were having this philosophical philosophical conversation. I be arguing niggas on the phone. I got to keep it for the mic. Um, and it was slightly above. There was some whole drama going on at Adam's platform. No jumper over the the last couple of months. Yeah, you didn't. I ain't do nothing. I'm not over <laughs> there. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm I'm sitting some honey in my room. I got nothing going on. Oh, niggas, crackheads and bums. There was a couple. Come on now, yo. Why every time I say the truth, yo? Even even when I went even when I went on the breakfast, I went on the breakfast and I went on your your show and and when I said the the old head thing with the dusty thing and I said the one name, y'all were like, yo, this nigga was right, man. Like that's y'all just want me to call names. I call enough names. No, don't call that name. But that nigga was dusty. Yeah. Okay. So this is and. I'm gonna. This is businessman to businessman. I might, I might name this episode "Boss Talk," like that. Hey, the conversation I was having was, so Adam has a platform with a bunch of people. There's a bunch of infighting, drama, this and third. However, pretty much everybody on that platform has their own thing on the side. And then I started, I started to think about the whole thing, and I'm like, at Complex, you know, people like Nadeska and whoever else, and. They were not allowed to go monetize off whatever happened there on the side. Mm. And I was wondering in this new way of developing a platform and potential network, um, if you were signing people, do you basically tell them they could kind of cannibalize whatever you got going on and just like pretty much bring it home and or make another show? That's because all these guys has other podcasts, right? Like some people just showing up to mail it in like, yeah, I'm just here to get paid. And you know what I mean? I try to encourage all, all of my people to have other things going on or or tell them the benefits in having other things going on. And and that's where it's interesting because, you know, obviously you later said that you didn't tell um, Rory and Mealy Mall um, not to, like, do other things on the side. But I'm wondering if it helped the podcast that they could only be exclusively heard on the podcast. No, I, no. I'll go to my grave saying that 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 hurt. And that was a big part of our problem or my problem with them, which was I was at Spotify and just taking calls with people and realizing that the only real money, the only real money was going to come in multiple shows. I had, I was the biggest dog in the land with all the numbers, biggest show. I done mad subscriptions, mad inventory. I done did all of that. And these are the numbers here. Yeah. You need multiple shows to drive this up. You could look at Bill. You could look at what just happened with Barstool. You could look at anybody, any inspiration. That's what it is. So I needed them to create shows. Mm. They didn't have to be my shows. We just needed to be armed with show. <laughs> well, suppose they wanted to create, but just now under the umbrella. So what? Creating. Do oh, it. Okay. Yo, this don't get talked about enough. You know how many times people come to me with like show ideas and I turn them down and want nothing to do with them? Every show that I green light is our bills for me. 
That is true. It's an expense. So that means somebody coming to me with their bright idea. Yo, I think I, I think I should cook hamburgers every Tuesday. I think it's gonna be a vibe. Like I'm in the I'm not in the position that the other podcasters is in. Like, or well, you here too. I don't know. You you paid for all this shit. You designed all this shit. Like when you see me in some shit, I paid for that. I picked that. It's all me. So I'm not in a rush to you. You know, I fly your idea. Got to be yeah for me to want it. But if you just have one, if you just have one. It helps. True. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. What did you think about the, the 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 content game and space getting to where, you know, hosts against spat on, people getting slaps, fades outside. I won't ever run my business that way. I won't ever invite people that I believe would behave that way. I don't. I'm not telling anybody how to run their shit. I would never get into it. I agree. I, I started. For a second when I started seeing it, I'm like, I think this is the behavior they, they, they expected that I would be doing. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, they thought this down low ghetto shit that, you know what I mean, is all over the place, mudslinging, people spitting on each other. Well, we can't do it because we're black. Hmm. That was the point that I was telling him when he was up there. One of the points. He can do that because he's white. Why do you think we can't do it? I would be thrown out of... Any hip hop industry conversation or facility, or they would never send an artist to me. They would never allow me places if I just had fights and people spitting on each other and punching each other every every other month. Well, I think Adam has kind of leaned or he's pivoted to fuck the artist. Let's create it all within. I, and I like but, that for him. But, but then I also say to you, what do we think? I just had Natalie Nunn here. What do we think about Zeus? That's ran by a black dude. This dude's name Lemmy. Yeah, but there's there's a clear content model that both of them have. Zeus has one, it's working. Adam has one, it's working. There's no one way to do this thing. So I'm just saying, I, that's why I specifically said okay, I okay, wouldn't okay. do it. Mm. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm not saying anybody shouldn't, right? Like I come from love and hip-hop, like original love and hip-hop. But even that had to stop. It gets dangerous. You start throwing cups and shit, and now it's lawsuits. We're in the land of lawsuits now. Tell me about it. Lawsuits and liability. So, yeah, everybody got to kind of keep, keep it down a bit. Would you ever fuck with Zeus? Like, if they apparently they're offering some crazy amount of money. Well, they have it. But they have a clear content model over there. Nothing about my brand today fits in that content model. Now, if they were open to doing something different, which they maybe will at some point, like OnlyFans, then now we can talk. How much money do you think they got? I'll be possible too. Shit time. They were trying to get me to, or they are trying to get me in Blueface fight. I told them three, four million dollars. Tell them five. They look like they were, they were too easy to agree to three, four. I got to tell them six now. Then yeah. they got it? Yes. I've been trying to do the math on that. Five dollars a subscription. I heard they added like 200000 with that Blueface new show. That's just a million dollars a month off revenue. Listen. They, they got other content slate. They probably... Is, is that the future of... Um, yes, is the answer. Hmm. The answer is yes. Paywall, subscription, pay-per-view. Yes, gated. What, what do you think about when... Your own supporters say, and yeah, I do be on the Reddit, people. Yep, they got to be on the Reddit. <laughs> they say, yo, man, Joe be putting all the hot shit on, 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 the, on the Patreon, behind the paywall. Great. 
<laughs> Great. I love that. I love that. But I'm starting to get more active in, in, in other places, man. Like, honestly, my, my team this year, I'm so proud of the job everybody's done. Right? Like, there's a there's a Joe Button presence on TikTok. That even sounds funny to say. But there's a presence on TikTok. There's a presence on Snapchat. But that sounds funny to say, but it's there. There's a presence on Facebook. There's a presence on Instagram. YouTube, you have to treat that. You have to treat everything like its own thing. You know this. So, I mean, to just have a presence everywhere and an audience everywhere, like, that's 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 the dream for me. I got to address the... Uh, and I want all the hot shit to be on Patreon. Subscribe to my Patreon. What's some numbers look like? Joe? Every time you come, my shit go up. I Word? ain't going to hold you. That's what I like that. Every time there's a couple of people that... Uh, Adam drove it up a little bit, but you, they Me? love you on my shit. Yeah, because I'm going to give it up. They love you on my shit. I give it up, but you give it up, too. We give it up a different way. Yeah, you, you unlock a certain energy out of me. That's good. That was great. Well, you invite me back. You have an open door policy in my shit. No, but we got to make it special. You like, can always come. You know what? Like, like you, about every other mean, month or so or every three you know, months. Because you left my shit and you went and got into mad shit. And I was like, oh, shit, act going crazy. And I'm, I got to tell this nigga to come through. I really don't be into shit. Shit, I don't remember what it was. Oh, it's probably some of that crackhead shit. That was the Carisha stuff too. Yeah, the what? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you're good, man. Yo, yo. So the uh, Diddy and Carisha and oh, the you gotta come for one of our YouTube lives. I'm, I'm fucking around with YouTube oh, live now. Oh, you should. You should. I, just, no, I, I definitely come through. I never understood it. You gotta give me advice. So for the Roots picnic, also who's on the bill? Diddy, Carisha, and the dude with the BBL. You know. Uh, saucy Saucy Santana They all don't like me The dude with the BBL Well he that's probably One reason why He don't like you No he has a BBL I'm Man dude's got BBLs though Still So why are you BBL. only talking to him No he actually put the fat In his butt Mad of these Stop. niggas Out here <laughs> I forget it You know you You, you kind of fucked that up Like you started that off by, by, by snitching on Drake You were the first Like truth teller bro I'm always the first to snitch on some shit. Yeah, you told on, yo, when you told on Drake, back then it was, it sounds so foreign. It was like, what do you mean you got ab work done? What? Because <laughs> people don't be caring. I really thought I had a nugget when I found out that the game was on Change of Heart. Like, I, I exposed that when nobody knew. Oh, yeah, you did expose <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, the game was on. Yeah. No, nobody cared. <laughs> then Drake. I Maybe thought, you I don't package I, You had a package like push I your thought team I had on. him again. Ah, Drake. There's like, nigga, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> The 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 the, the uh, build a body for dudes is becoming normal now. Yeah, yeah. My man Batman Kevo is actually trying to convince me. Like you say, yo, act. You could look like an action figure. I'm just too pussy to get on a knife. I can't do it. Dudes are doing that shit. Would you yo. get some work done? Uh, get on some pecs. I'm, I'm a little not, pectoral. No, no, you know what I mean? No, Suck the fat that. out of here. Put it in here. No, 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 no. I'd like my metabolism is acting different now. I'd like to think that I could just go to the park and. Do what I need to do. I be watching you playing them little uh, basketball games in the, uh, in the white team in the, in the white wife beater man. Oh, I'm I like, stopped yo, smoking now. You stopped so, smoking? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, never. You I didn't got a cigarette nowhere on me. Oh, you got vape now? No. Oh, this some real health conscious shit you got going on. Health care? No, not yet. Thank God. <laughs> you just stop. Yeah, I smoked long enough. I smoked for 20 years. Yeah, but I had Flavor Flavor up here. He basically said, listen, you got to get to the point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired with any addiction. That was the point for me. <laughs> sick and tired. Enough Damn. of that. So very proud of myself. The, the, well, there was a moment in time you used to kind of hide that um, that habit away from the public. I, I think maybe you didn't want to promote it or you just didn't want people to know. I don't think it's attractive. 
I never thought I it was attractive toward the last seven years or maybe the last 10 years of me smoking. The smell of it, the look of it. Photographers always like the look of it, but I hate it. So mm. I try to hide it. Why did you go off my man, Michael B. Jordan, call him corny? You know he was dead. I didn't like that shit. He was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's funny. You fell back in your old media nigga shit. Um, L'Oreal. That's y'all like that. That's your friend. It's not. Come on, a Jason friend. Like y'all, y'all was caping. I can assure you that L'Oreal and myself are not friends. Stop it. We are cordial with one another when we yeah, see each other. And that She's cor- actually fly with some Optimine. Okay. <laughs> Charlamagne's not your op. Huh? Charlamagne's not your op. I wasn't talking about Charlamagne. Who's she cool with? Angelique's not your op either. I do not think that Charlemagne is my op. <laughs> yeah, you've been biting into this Professor X, uh, uh, um, Professor X like uh, Magneto shit too hard, man. Not me. I'm not in. I'm not into that. I'm in my own zone. My own. My own. Well, you vibe. were wrong on that though. You uh, got to be honest. You which wrong. one? Um, the L'Oreal thing. I mean, listen. Maybe Michael B. Jordan. I, may, were you the cool kid in high school? Well, I didn't go. Well, to you're high a rapper. School. Okay, so yeah, you the guy cut in school. Early. Yeah, so you're probably not cool. Cool. I wasn't cool. I was never cool. I'm not cool now. Well, that's because you've 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 turned into yourself. But like, usually when you're younger, in the person who gets good grades and attend school on time and does homework and raises their hand and sits at the front of the class, they that call wasn't it, me. Okay, well, those people usually call nerdy and usually bullied in the, yo, he's too good of a kid type shit. You know what I mean? Um, it's usually the people who are cutting school, the people who are fucking at the school. They're like, yo, that's guy's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always identified and fell into the Michael B. Jordan lane. Mm-hmm. So when I seen this, I have a list of motherfuckers that I was waiting for that moment too. They just don't, well, I don't go to red carpets, but Act, from the I seven, just can't run into them. Act, but this is not from high school. This is from the seventh grade. That's from middle school. I think that that's corny. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care. I don't. If I did it, it would be corny. You did it. Would be if crazy. somebody shitted on you from the seventh grade, I'm I'll be forty three years old. But no, it's, oh my it's, god, maybe I'm too old. I sh- I try to shoot my shot at one chick in high school, and if I see her when I'm eighty, I'm shitting on her. I don't even. I don't even. The women that I wanted to kick it with back then, I wouldn't recognize them if I saw them today. Do you do you not think it's corny to? Uh, I think she should have not not did that interview. Like you know, you used to shit on this kid. You used to shit on his aspiration. It's not even like shitting on him, right? It's one thing if you're like, yo, oh, you have whack shoes or whatever. You used to shit on his aspirations to be who he is. If I used to tell you, yo. You're trying to do this podcast and shit. This shit is whack, blah, blah, blah. Like, Yo, which many artists did say all of this at shit first, you're right? Saying is corny shit. Joe, it's from if, the seventh grade, nobody was mature or developed in the seventh grade. So if I'm her, right? Let me let me try to put myself in her shoes, man. Okay. If I'm her, I went to school with this guy for a year. He's now the biggest thing in the universe. You should apologize. I have I have a, a chance to interview him on the carpet. Uh maybe. That interview goes well. They see each other and both laugh at who they were back then. That's one way that could have went. Hey, ain't you the girl that called me corny? Yeah, that was me. That's even though, what wait, he wait, said. hold up. Even no, no, no. Even though she said she didn't call him corny, but I'm gonna leave it there anyway. Ain't you the girl that called me corny? You know, that was me. Oh, it's good to see you. Oh, um, I was I, maybe I was corny back then. 
Like to make a joke of what she said and just lift the morale of the interview. But the shit on that girl over some seventh grade shit, I didn't like that. But I went a little too hard. I went a little too hard. Yeah, my, listen, I got my, lost in, in content space. Listen, Michael B. Jordan. I, it, and listen, he's from Jersey. I'd be forgetting he's from Jersey. Yeah, my man was on the wire. I would never talk like that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is Jersey. one of those people where when you shit on him, I remember like people also shitting on which I shit on him too, <laughs> like like Russell Wilson. It's like, but when you think about it in hindsight, this actually ends up being the be- better father figure, the better husband. It's kind of like the better person compared to a future. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just like future. I'm just not, think I'm about it. I'm not saying that, but because I don't know enough about future. And that's why nobody else just said it, because all we know is what the media lets us know about people. And by the way, I remember when the conversation came up, and this, this is why there's some hypocrisy with you. Give me. When... I had made some comments. I even say I said he was corny. I said people think he's corny. And it was Wale. And Wale, he basically w- was just like, yo, he felt super defensive, but also brought it back to high school. It, it, it all plays a dynamic into when you say somebody is corny. You get what well, I mean? I don't think he's corny. I thought that was corny. Or you thought that was corny? I don't think he's corny. I thought that move was corny. You were definitely. But what I said was, if you're wondering why people think you're corny, you it's that. because of shit like this. Yeah, but he's never done that before. Well, if he was doing corny, he would have responded to the future. You, he you definitely try to pander though. The little video, the little video of him walking on the beach with the white girl was funny, and people would call that corny. Wait, but then you got at his his preference in dating. I thought that was wild for you, Joe. See, I didn't think that was wild. I saw the internet tear me up about it. And yes, that's a racial, uh, racially ambiguous girl. So in hindsight, he's like, you did this to a sister. <laughs> what I meant was a minority. <laughs> I should have said minority. <laughs> you did this to a sister. This girl white as could be. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But my beef, my point was. And plus, Joe, you're dating history too. Joe. See, I don't like, I don't like this. That's foul. What? That's foul. Joe. It's foul. Joe. It, nobody's it, dating more Latinas than you. See, Narrative, media, media, media spins, that's blogs. True. That's true. It's not true. It's you know true. what? The, you know what the real truth is. What's I've always truth? been the darker the better for me. My first baby mom is the blackest thing moving. Darkest, okay, once you got wait, some fame, brother. Darkest thing moving. The women that I've dated in the industry throughout my twenty years, the dark skinned ones. Finest queens on earth. So but I, can't, I can't tell people. I, I can't tell the secret. So all you the know ones about you showed off, brother. all you know about are the ones that were down with whatever I was doing. That's Fuck like Drake. Time. That's like Drake saying, I love BBWs and we never seen with a BBW. We see Drake with everything but that. Like, are we supposed to assume he's dating them in private? No, we're <laughs> we supposed to assume exactly what I just said about future. Hey, I don't know him. I only know what the media says, so I can't speak to who would be a better Joe, dad. Most of your See? relationships are public. You See? you do a pretty wait, good wait, job. Wait, wait, That's not true. What? More media spinning. Stop it. I got to take control of my narrative. It's, the, it's the reason before, why Love & Hip Hop even existed. You and Tahiri made a whole vlog adjusting TV like, about it. Blog TV or whatever it was. Names. Listen. Kalen. One, two. You just named two. Glory Vales. That wasn't a public relationship. Well, when, I, when, I, when I Google it and they say the dudes who smashed or been with the baddest chicks. That wasn't a public. Shout out to Glory Vlez, friend of mine. But that wasn't a public relationship. 
They're all they're all high yellow red bones or non black with the exception of Esther Baxter. You naming you saying they all and you name three people. <laughs> your son's mother, your second one? Four. We only know you with one black chick other than Esther Baxter. Well you know I, you know I've fucking fucked hundreds of women, right? Well you're not showing them off. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> how, do you, how do you know that? How do you know my How do you know my man hey. Michael B. Jordan? Hey. So y'all had thought that I was close to being a virgin or only slept with like 10 people. I fucked hundreds. <laughs> they thought you were- It's really not hundreds. It's they less, thought you were on your Kyrie wave. When? Kyrie slash um, Chris Brown wave. What? Only like super colorists, like yo, only certain type of women no, pass. that couldn't be further. That couldn't be further. All I'm sure. just saying, leave Michael B. Jordan alone. He's one of I am going to leave him alone. He's from Jersey. Him. That's my man. I, I know that everywhere I go, somebody we got to talk about now because it's an algorithm thing. But no, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Never again. I'm leaving him alone. Back and the movie was all right. Yeah. Huge success. Like I, I championed that. I think he probably feels a way about it. I'll apologize if I ever see him. Oh, that's fire. We should get back to some boss talk. Um, I won't speak about this, but I want you to speak about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's great. What do you think going on with Spotify? What I think with what going on at Spotify? In terms of you, you, you are very abreast of everything moving in the podcast space. I want to hear your opinion. Uh, I don't have an opinion. You do have an opinion. I don't. I think they're Spotifying. I think they're adjusting. Okay, let me ask. See, see, I don't like when Joe is not giving the the I real think, Joe answer. I think that Spotify is adjusting I to agree. the climate right now, and I think they have some tricks up their sleeve that they're going to put into effect. You believe, um, or if you, I want to hear your belief, and what would you do if you were him, Rogan? Does you think he stays? I think maybe who knows a year left, maybe soon. Who do you Rogan think? could do anything that he wants to do? Does does he stay? I mean. Because he, he, his moves do kind of lead a wave of business moves, right? Like, again, I believe a lot of people real, said for Rogan going exclusively to Spotify, we need to answer or we need to make up for that deficit in the marketplace. Um, that's partly some of the reasons we saw some of the deals fly around before. Mm -hmm. If Rogan says, I'm going back YouTube. And I'm going back just my like freemium model or whatever the case is. Um, what that might do is cause another trickle effect of, yo, listen, we already were chilling off the spending, but yo, let's just focus on being a platform rather than um, um, that gives a voice to everyone rather than, hey, we have this exclusive deals with a bunch of people. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I think if he leaves Spotify, it's the biggest thing in the universe, right? Because he's that big of a whale in the ocean. Yeah. Like, if he moves his tail, somebody's going to get hit. So if he goes back to freemium, which I don't think it would be freemium, I think he would he he would do something else, but it would still be big to just get from up under that exclusive shit. Um, but I think Spotify, <laughs> knowing my history, is prepared for both. I think they're prepared for him to leave and prepared for him to stay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I got reasonable information from other 
you know, so you know, you know my little podcast gang that you happen to dislike all of them. Jesus, they say, yo, yeah, I don't fuck Amazon. with your people. Well, I love, I, I, I love I'm, you I'm, so I'm, much, though. Listen, I'm, you know, I beef be beefing with mad people. I'm very happy that when it comes to like the the podcasters with high esteem names like yourself or like. Charlemagne Schultz or say it's like Gillian Wallow and most of those people like I'm never having issues with them or even like Nori I'm, it's not like I, when I'm usually getting at somebody it's like it's a bum you know what I mean I agree so, so, so I I'm agree. glad I have good um, good relationships with them. I value that too that's true um, I hear that Amazon is uh, uh, um, Amazon is looking to do a few things that's what I've been hearing like what buy Spotify no, they can't afford Spotify. Well, of course they can. They can afford anybody. Oh. Not like buy Spotify. Well, well, well. Oh, don't get Amazon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Bezos sees this and yeah, says, what get, the fuck is he? They could definitely buy Spotify. Well, perhaps get into some of the same things that Spotify was doing in terms of paying for talent um, to build up their portion of, because, you know, I think Spotify's game was a little bit different, right? They had a good amount of people who, they were the leading um, DSP when it came to music listeners um, in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but they were number two to Apple when it came to podcasts. They acquired a bunch of talent. They're number one for podcast listening yeah, currently. Number two by far. Number two by far where? From from Apple. Well, not podcast listeners. Global podcast listeners? No, they got it. I don't, I don't care what they tell you. Well, I read a couple of articles. Still the variety. I don't, I don't care what they tell you, buddy. Or let me not even talk about because you, you might be right. I know for me, from one and two, my listenership, they at Apple. Spotify is second, and it's a big, big discrepancy. Really? 100%. Apple is the podcast community. Everybody else is fighting for second tier. Hmm. And there's a lot of market uh, share in that, in second tier, right? So if you second, that's a big deal. But Apple is, they just have it. They just... They, they've been uh, they've had the biggest gun in the wild wild west for a while even with that surcharge for the the app store just just they got it well, well well maybe like say in the music community right or like certain but like again if you have like the top five podcasters in the world like like joe rogan's doing 11 million per per per, per episode you know what i mean like great. you add up the entire music category that that's that's it i understand that and that's great for spotify but when you're a podcaster trying to develop your audience. And you want just ears, okay. And you want ears and you start paying attention to the phones that people have and how people are consuming things. And you start paying attention to people like that whole all the device friendly shit. Everybody, you're going to go to Apple unless Spotify paid you, which is why Spotify had to pay people. They had to pay me to get off Apple. Hey, my audience over here. And to pay somebody I else. I thought you had a bigger audience at Spotify because you were there for two years. I have a huge audience at Spotify, but my Apple audience is a big discrepancy. You still put out um, podcasts on SoundCloud? Yeah. Why? Because I respect the SoundCloud community. It was the originators. They're the OGs. SoundCloud has failed in so many aspects to me. Um, I think they failed their creators and they failed where they were winning at. They used to be a huge discovery platform. Um, podcast was one of the main things that when the music, you know, there was a time where like, say, even rappers like Drake used to drop exclusive stuff. A lot of the newer, that's why we have SoundCloud rappers. They used to just drop their music there first. Yeah, there was SoundCloud Rather rappers. than capitalize off of that, I don't know what the hell they did. They basically allowed 
all the podcasts to basically just run to other places without just making a move to keep them there or amplify them. Well, it's the same thing that happened for their artists that was breaking over there. They didn't sign none of them or get paperwork on none of them. They, they let those artists uh, create over there and then go elsewhere and get a check. Yeah, that was a huge mistake. But, I mean, if they sell their shit, then good for them. Like, somebody bought, somebody, I think, bought a portion of them. Well, I do it because, like I said, there are, there's a community over there, and I have an audience over there that listens. They're not paying me. I don't have ads on over there. Fundamentally, um, because people have, people have looked at you, and, and partly Dame Dash, but I say you, as the, you know, the creator guy in the sense of um, own your shit, uh, monetize your shit, and don't sell out your shit. But recently in music, everybody is pretty much selling the catalog. Metro Boomin just did some shit. He got $70 million. Future did some shit. He got about like close to 100. Um, QC just sold the label, <laughs> 300. And you I'm with that. I support all of that shit, by the way. Okay, so you agree then? So yeah, selling right. the catalog because one could say that's a little bit hypocritical if you're with it because now they lose um, a lot of these guys are not only selling their publishing shares they're selling their shares of the masters if they even own it obviously with QC they're selling masters um, that would say you have now sold your intellectual property which now if you have told people don't do that but you're saying it's okay to do it are you saying there's a price but when did I ever tell people not to do that well I told people, there was a whole big conversation in podcasting about I, Everybody owning their shit. Like, imagine if somebody say, yo, listen, I got the extra back, but I don't own my shit. I told people to know know your worth and learn the value of your stream. Like, that was my consistent message. And mm. that answer was going to be different for everybody. When I, when I went on Mav's podcast, I was telling him, figure out the value of a stream for you. I can't tell you because it's going to be different for me. But I, that's all I encourage people to do. Now, in that, you might have needed to go sell some of your shit over here. You might need to go do a fucking uh, crowdsourcing type of thing. You might need to go partner here. Like, the journey's the journey, yo. There's no way, there's no wrong way to do it. In this instance, some of these people are, like, Wayne is how old he is. He's 50 years old, 50, about to be 50 years old. How old he is? Who? Like, Wayne. Lil Wayne is like 40. He's in his 40s. Nah, I think he's like Wayne's 38. older than me. Really? I'm pretty sure that Wayne is older than me, and I'm 42. About to figure this yeah, out I don't want to do him wrong, so let's find out. But my point is, however old he is, right? You you built 40 exactly 40. He's 40. Yeah, Wayne is younger than me. Tell you, bro. I do not buy that for a fucking well, second. Well, it, it could be one of those rapper ages things. So it that could be like 44. Crazy but but, but listed age is 40. But anyway, you're 40 years old. You've been rapping since you was 13 years old. You fought so hard to get back some of your catalog. If you want to sell it now, like, and it's more, if you get 400 million here, like, what is it doing for you? Well, we're seeing astronomical numbers. I just remember when he came out and say St. Birdman owed him 52 million or whatever the case is. Uh, they came up with some arbitrary number. We're, but, Maybe we're just, we're in a time now where money's flowing a little bit more freely, but I remember 52 was a huge thing. Bieber just sold his shit for 400. Um, if Wayne sells, I'm pretty sure Wayne but will get hundreds of millions. Listen, I don't want to speak about this like like it's a small feat because listen to the names we name in and the catalog that they have to even get to these types of numbers of 100, 200, 300 million. Like everybody ain't going to have that conversation. True. True. Well, he is still shit for thirty. 
She's an OnlyFans now. Well, good for her. Salute to her for that. Good for her. Listen, today that somebody want to come talk to me about my catalog, it's going to be a great You got to shop at the Blackstone. Is it, do you see any not, kind I'm of not, parallel? I'm not done building it yet, but by the time I'm done, shit. Well, they're doing it also in the content world, too. I know. Have you been approached? That's why it's important for me to continue to own my shit. No, the, I haven't had those conversations. They're offering eight figure deals. Good. They should. Which is interesting. They should. That's they, great. they came to me with something. I didn't even get into it, but um, they came to Vlad, and Vlad, I think he openly admitted that it was an eight figure deal they came to him with for back catalog, which is. It's kind of like I'm. There's, there's a tinfoil hat side of me that says it's a bunch of these Chinese companies trying to buy up all the music rights and all the music publishing for all of these Western world hip hop artists. What's to come? Hey, what do you think is uh, the future of the music business? Um, and I'll preface it by saying, who do you think is uh, the biggest artist in the world? By the way, in the world, I don't know. Okay. Well, I think one of three um, is Bad Bunny. I agree. Okay, Bad Bunny. From what I understand about his record deal, and this is why this would be a great conversation on like everything is struggling because we used to be really like to, to actually be uh, have a little bit of knowledgeable people kind of mm-hmm. talk about this is great. Um, he signed through Sony Orchard, ninety ten. Okay, most of these guys coming out of you know half of these A and R's. Whether it's Atlantic or Capital, um, Def Jam started to do it too. They're sending all their ARs to, to motherfucking Puerto Rico. Like, yo, get us these guys. It's <laughs> easy to market and promote. Um, they see a, a bigger global upside on it. And streaming these days, you know, it's much more international than local, yeah. right? Like, you know, Bad Bunny, the biggest streaming artist in the world. He's number two in the United States, but he's the biggest in the world. He broke the streaming record six months in. Mm. Signed through Sony Orchard, 90-10. Um, literally, he's doing stadiums. Um, we're also seeing like artists, like for example, like Burner Boy. I love Burner Boy. You know, he's doing arenas. You know what I mean? Um, we see somebody like Central C. He's out of the UK. Apparently, he, they're trying to offer him a deal right now, but technically, he's independent. Apparently, he won't even entertain any deal that that would sign him globally. He's only open to a deal for his US his right US rights. US rights. These artists are getting so much money, but but it's because they're looking on a global level. And I look like I look at like artists in the US and I'm thinking, you know, with all due respect to even like Bronx Drill, I'm like, that's just not going nowhere. It's not going yeah. across the pond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These other artists mm-hmm. that are coming with like international music seem to be the wave, but also they're they're coming in independent. I'm wondering if that's gonna cause a shift. I had a conversation with Carl Cherry not too long ago where we said what would happen if Drake was independent? But what's happening right now is Bad Bunny is essentially independent. What's going to come in the future if this is what we're Bad seeing? Bad Bunny is not independent. Yes, he is. 100%. He signed through Sony Orchard. But Sony Orchard's not an independent. Where's my phone at? Since I got to look stuff up. Sony Orchard's not independent. Let's see. It's a distributor. That's it. Now, he has a... Yeah, and that, no. I'm not going to look this up right now, but that's the trick that people keep playing. The distributor is much more than the distributor today. It's not the old version of we are just going to distribute your music. Yeah, but he owns all his rights. Like what I'm saying is that he's well, not cool. giving up no masters. So, you know, from what I'm from what I'm hearing, and this is why, like, um, 
they, they say Puerto Rico is just such a hotbed for these new artists. Mm. They're using other type of money out there to kind of fu- funnel this shit already. That by the time it bubbles, by the time it gets to New York, right? Mm-hmm. That artist is already lit and they're doing it without record deals. So that's why the labels are going in there early to get them signed before they bubble to a certain point, right? Like from what I heard, Bad Bunny making $14 million on you know tour. the first three but, words under the orchard is? Yeah. Technology driven leader. Okay. Don't tell me. What are you trying to get into? I'm just telling you that it's not just, hey, here's my music. We're going to distribute it. You think they're finessing it? No, I think they're doing a lot more. A technology driven leader in music uh, distribution are and artist label services. See, it's never just distribution. Yeah, he's probably had some services being done by yeah. them. A lot of services. You do not get to be the biggest artist in the world without having a lot of people do a lot of services and congratulations to them too. Okay. Even if, even if we're going to go with that, right. That looks nothing like a deal that you would normally see yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on Republic. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever Nikki's in post Malone is in. Fact. That's not what that is. Fact. Right. And that is again, just talking to industry insiders and all these ANRs that work for all these companies. Labels are very cognizant that people are coming out of other countries and like, for example, Burner Boy's doing an arena tour in the U.S. and other countries. So it's they're realizing that the the, the search for talent has to be like some it's global bad. shit yeah. because the U.S. market seems secondary. Like it's not like, oh, they they have to come here to prove shit. If you're already lit in Nigeria, you're going to be lit over here, too, listen, to some extent. Listen, if the content creators and the people on the ground level are chasing numbers and following numbers, then don't think that the people up top are not doing the same thing. And they're going to the places, they're following numbers. They're following population. Where there's population, there's a chance for growth and opportunity. So they're going to fucking India. They're going to fucking, they're just, yeah, U.S. is not. It's almost like when Drake was like, hey, you don't need New York to sell records. And we was like, hey. Yeah, this sound crazy. Hey. At the moment. But that, yeah, sounded nuts, but. Where's Drake at on this um, career arc? He talked about slightly uh, <laughs> planning to get out of here. He said, yo, I might be thinking about a graceful exit, which told me he's definitely not thinking about a graceful exit, but yeah, it sounded good. He's not. He's fun. I didn't believe that for a second. Where do you think he is, though? Like, in his arc as an artist, is he stagnant? Do you still think he has more to go or is he just kind of fighting to kind of keep that isolated space I don't think he's at 40,000 feet? I don't think Drake is fighting for anything. I think he is in a class by himself, in a box by himself. I think he's the one person that exists in, in, in this, outside of Kendrick, that can just do whatever the fuck they want for however long they want. He's going to stay there. He's our Tiger Woods. He's our, he's our person that is going to stay. We're going to see from start to finish how you got to the billion. Well, I think you already got to the billion. Well, then how you'll get to the second billion because he's not stopping that, and he's a he is a machine. So, do you not see the culture affecting itself upon him? For example, usually what we see with artists, uh, whether it's Jay Z and even um, Wayne to a certain extent, once you get to that point where you're 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 kind of rubbing up against forty, what tends to happen is that. Either you lose touch with what's on the ground and popular, especially popular for the kids, or they look at you as the old guy. Any one of them kids will answer the phone when he call, whether they think he's the old guy or not. So he does it by embracing them. Mm-hmm. 
So you think Yeah he's always That's been him for a while He does that better than Jay though Uh, Jay did it at kind of like Around 2004 to 2009 Jay is not Mr. Embrace That ain't him He's never made his He's never even tried to be Mr. Embrace He was a fierce competitor And he competed at all times Jay is Kobe Bryant Didn't care if you was label mates From the same hood Same camp Cross camp Whoever (laughs) You can get it Drake, different times. He's with everybody. Drake He's is Jordan. Kumbaya, yeah. He's Tiger Woods. He's LeBron. LeBron's for everybody. LeBron will pass the ball to you before he tries to. He's that. The the top 50 artists list came out. Um, They pretty much like had way in like around seven or eight. I felt like there was a lot of rumblings from his. I mean, he even said, like, what the like fuck? It. Yeah, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. You could tell he didn't like it. I forgot who they had first. Was it Jay? Jay. Do you think Jay's number one overall over Drake? I got. I don't even think they had Drake in like top three. That like by four, far five. to me, but I mean, I'm biased. I guess I'm really not biased. I look at business too, though. Like you know, just off music, I feel like Drake's doing some really historical shit. I just can't see it happening again. That's what I asked somebody. I asked somebody if they thought we would ever see like a, this type of Drake run in our lifetime, and a few people say, "Yeah." My engineer, I think, said, "Yeah." I don't know. This is unprecedented. How could you see it? Like every we we look at rappers like running backs. Like yo, you get a hot three, hot four, then ACLs. Some start giving well, out. Rappers come and they provide those type of runs, right? Like Fifty did that, Nelly did that. There's people that came and did that, but it's not just the rapper. It's where the streets were, where tech was, where was music at that time. So when Drake came, streaming came, and that was the key. That was the difference between 50 coming when the mixtape or Nelly coming with the whatever it's different right time for Drake to be Drake to be himself does Drake benefit from um the fact that there's just probably no no number two that's like oh he's here to take the reins or is he just so high up that even the hottest second dude just isn't really in competition with him right but there is competition for him Ooh. Well, he, he's been in a year. He was in a years-long feud with Kanye because they looked at each other as competition. Kanye's not even a musician. Like he's not a musician when he like at time. Like I don't really. Know, I don't know that the majority of Drake's money comes from music either, though. He's pumping out four albums a month a year. Good. He's de- he just signed a six hundred million dollar contract. I don't know that the majority of Drake's money comes from music. Today. You're right. It comes from steak. That motherfucker, man. For real, he's getting it over there, bro. God damn. Yeah, these gambling places ain't playing. Is there a number two, though? No, I think there's just a lot of people that are successful and, like, extremely successful. Like, you can rank them however you want. That's subjective. But these, all of these different people, if you stop looking at, looking at them as people and start looking at them as brands and businesses, you just got to admire what all of them have done. If you want to play who's better then cool, but look at what J. Cole is doing as a brand and a business. Kendrick, same. Drake, same. Kanye, same. Hove, same. The Girls, same. Cardi, Offset with this fucking McDonald's shit. Just all of the people that are just developing businesses differently should be an inspiration for the fans. I didn't have that as a hip-hop fan growing up. Everybody was just a rapper, and we were talking about, hey, who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas? Today, there's so much more 
conversation to be had. Like you can be a 15 year old and see a viable path for wealth without knowing how to rap. Yeah, that's so interesting. So I was talking, I don't know if you know these people, uh, Aiden Ross and uh, Kai Sinat, both streamers, when they stream, they get 100,000 people watching. How old do you think I am, man? You think I'm 70? I know who Aiden Ross and Kai Sinat. I remember like, yo, get academics off this Fitch Twitch Twitch thing. Like a dinosaur, (laughs) right? Like an old idiot. Yeah, but but seriously, so like I was having a conversation with them and, and basically they were saying like, yo, there's a migration of rappers over there. Like, I never even knew some of these guys even had that much spare time. They're on there playing GTA, all that type of stuff. But in reality, there is a method to their madness with that. They're thinking that, hey, my music could, uh, my personality could get me more fans quicker than my music can. And I'm wondering, uh, uh, what do you mean good? Because, because that now causes the shit you don't like. That's when the coonery starts. Like the bullshit starts when nigga says, I need people to see me rather than hear the music. No, not true. I want people to say my personality may drive more fans than the music, but I also want people to be certain of who they are. And that's where the problem is. People say, yeah, I need to fucking use my personality to gain audience. And then they get in front of an audience and just do anything to gain audience. Mm. I'm saying good because when we came out a million years ago, we had to hide our personalities and anything that was, personality specific to us or unique to us. No, they didn't like that shit. I used to get laughed at uh, by my niggas for going to the club and dancing by the record label people. Look at this Jersey nigga dancing. That's some Jersey shit dancing. (laughs) That's what they did in 01 when I got my deal. Pop-locking and shit like that? Not pop-locking, but we was grooving. If a song came on, me and Dubby, we was dancing. We from Jersey. That's what people do. We dance. These fucking music people in New York was like, look at these weirdos. Jeez. You couldn't you couldn't you couldn't dance. You couldn't be funny. You know how many you know how many years Fab was funny? Twitter people had to find out Fab was funny from Twitter. Yeah. Know why? Because you can't show a personality. You know how many radio interviews he got where you just could not be funny? It Boosie, wasn't there for that. Boosie says he makes forty thousand a podcast, which I actually believe. Let's make a bag off that nigga. Boosie's so. a liar. What? Boosie's a liar. You don't think he makes 40K? I don't think that he makes 40K per podcast because he said podcasts with an S. Now, do I think that he has a situation with Vlad that could get him 400K a year for doing 10 podcasts? That would be 40 grand a podcast. I do believe that. I don't think. What's the difference? I don't think that he's got all of these options where he's sitting down and people are offering. Oh, no, he's only talking to Vlad. But he didn't position it that way. He doesn't do interviews with nobody else at this point. I can't even get a Boosie interview. <laughs> Why? Oh, contract. No, no. Well, I think Boosie isn't of the the thinking now to say, I need to go anywhere beyond Vlad unless there's a bag attached. I wouldn't pay Boosie for $40,000. I'm not paying Boosie nothing. I wouldn't pay Boosie four hundred grand a year. Well, maybe I wouldn't. I would think Maybe I would actually. I would well, well, well if if you have the deal if you have that that synergy him and Vlad have but I would think hey you need to promote your movie you come come here promote your movie we talk some shit cool. Vlad serially has him has as like a host or like a guest host. So I get that situation but what and I told Vlad this a long time ago cuz Vlad offers money to a lot of like his repeat like I'm pretty sure Tony Ayo's getting probably at least 20,000 per those interviews. Right? This shit is going viral yeah, all the Vlad, time. See, Vlad, you don't have that relationship equity with the people in the culture that you so desperately want to be a part of. Well, That's the problem. Well, I think it's, 
Because he pays? Wait, is it because he pays? Well, I think he's doing a solid for paying. Okay. You don't think so? I think differently than a lot of your thoughts. I think that's a good thing. But, but, I but think what that, he does... I think that when any album, because you're going to try to muddy the waters because yeah. that's your man. Let me get some hate out. Fuck that. Right. I think with any artist album that comes out, when the artists sit down and say, damn, who do we talk to? I don't think Vlad's name is anywhere in it. Okay. And that's important. So if your name is not in that, you got to pay some people. He even said to Sweetie, I was willing to pay. <laughs> okay. the man. Well, I think he has a good business. I laugh at the people that, that call me talking about, yo, if you pay me, I'll come. I laugh at them. Oh, you got to be shitting me. Would you? I don't even want to talk, talk to you niggas. Somebody recently tried to, it was funny. Uh, well, they tried to engage in a conversation with paying me, and I said, don't do the, I don't do the paying thing. And then another person called to say, well, I'm getting paid as the middleman. Could you just do it? And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, no, I'm not with that. I'm not with that at all. I remember your man tried to pay me to do an interview. Who? 6 9 yeah, I can't. What do you think about him? I don't. <laughs> you think he's done? I'm done what? Like, what's he done, doing? Done in the relevancy. Do you ever. Oh, first, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what boy. I got one more interview to cook up to make sure he's going to be vile again. But viral, see, that's the way the problem is. Well, well, well that's the match. And, that's the match that's going to. relevant. Hey, listen. One thing I think people should know about me at this point, I'm going to give you the match. It's like the world. I'm going to give you the 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 the, 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 the jet fuel that's going to light, be so ignitable, but you have to have something with it. And if you could spin that, that could be three months of relevancy. You know what? Let me say this, because viral and relevant, those are important words today. But viral and relevant don't make you important. And I guess that's what I mean. Like, these people may be viral, and these people may be relevant for a couple seconds. But is it important? Like, I see well, I, I see it, dudes it's, buying it's 20 Birkin bags for the girls. That's fly, kid. Hey, do your thing, young G. But Does that put some pressure on you? No. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not at all. I'm with my same girl. She's just as expensive as she was. <laughs> oh, don't you keep her off the shader, man. It don't change. No, yeah, I, did, I did tell six. I'm like, you fucking up the game with this. You ain't fucking the game up with me. But but then I gotta explain to everybody. He he. Most of them bags are like. He took bags back from his ex girl. That was gangster to me. Let's <laughs> see. You like shit like that. I hate. Of course. Like, I hate shit. Taking like a Bentley bag, the bags back. Of course. No tact. Huh? No tact at all. A Burke in the 60 and bands. And I've been tactless too, but. So you let her go with the 60 bands bag after she's, she's wilding out on you now? If I gave it to her. Did he really give it to her? If I he, gave it to her. It's kind of like. It's kind of like. Sure. But I've been this guy before. I've been the guy to take a bag back. I didn't feel good about it. I was 25. I was broke. Of course. Like, that bitch so it was like all my money in this few bags that I bought and yeah I tried to take those bags but I didn't feel good about that I never did that again never did that again that's nasty nasty work what's coming up I know you gotta go Sus, but uh, what's yeah, coming up for the rest I of the year I gotta go in like what five minutes at five it's 3.30 almost 3.30 let's see 3.23 yeah but you my man so I'll come back whenever you need me to come back today was just rough though yeah you're, you're pretty busy every, how many pods you shoot a day man three Every day? 
Well, no, four times a week. Day. Four times a week. I, I go in. I'm pretty cool. Monday's my amp show. Tuesday, I'm recording all day long. No matter how many we get out of it. One, two, three, four. All day long, I'm recording. Uh, Wednesday, I'm with family. But Wednesday mornings now, I'll be trying to do my recording thing. Uh, Thursday, I do my amp thing. Friday, I'm recording the whole day. So it's like, I don't want free time until I'm older. I, I want to work. I want to get to it. This is a very small opportunity for a small window for creators where it's just millions and millions coming through the doors for people. Like, I don't have time to rest. I want to get to it. When I'm 50 years old, thinking about retirement and chilling, and then we could talk about breaks. But until then. So let's have the spoiler. Don't watch this if you don't want to um, go look at the complex list. Who's on that list? Tell me the order. I I, oh, I don't know the order. It didn't tell me the order, but I have the list of people. That is, I want to know. Kaisenat is on. Kaisenat is on. Kaisenat's on the. Wait, what's the name of the list? They did twenty five of the most influential media people. So it's not just hip hop. It's just it's whatever. No, it's hip hop. Really. Hmm. Charlemagne's on there, of course. Vlad is on there. You're on there. Um, Sway is on there. Angie is on there. Carisha's on there. Kasanite is on there. Say Cheese is on there. Okay. Um, so you don't know who's top 10? No. Would you feel offended if you're not top 10? Uh, probably. Who's your top 10? In media, I don't have one. That's because you hate it wasn't, everybody. Man. I don't hate everybody. Let's I think, come up with a list. I, I think I think all of the media people should put their tiffs to the side and like work together in a common cause for the greater good of the media community. But all of us are too prideful and egotistical to do that. So who's number one on the list? I don't know. No, no I'm our list. Oh, on our list, me. Not enough this year. Oh, you see, are you doing it that way? In the last, yeah, it got to be the last calendar year. Oh, see, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't know who would be number one for this year then. Okay, let's throw, throw out some top fivers. Top fivers. Of the year, who had a great year? Everybody. Gilly and them got... Uh, got Gilly and Wild, that's the only thing. We got to put them as one. Gilly and them got Barstool. To, to, I think that they were very instrumental in getting Barstool the deal that they got to sell. So, What do you mean? Oh, the uh, gambling thing. They sold to a gambling company. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's why I think they also got the bag. Makes sense. They had a, I would think that they had a really great year. Math had a great year. Uh, you've had a good year. Adam has had a great year. See, but that's the thing. That's why I don't do the list because the people that are great, I expect niggas to be great every year. You mean too nice, man. Um, Wait, I'm being too nice? Yeah. I've been saying fuck everybody this whole podcast. In the top five, Gilly Waddle has to be there. You got to put Drink Champs in there. Nori and DJ Penn. You got to put both of them in in there. Oh, you're telling me to do my top five? Yeah. And and the reason I'm saying that is like that Kanye moment was pretty huge. My top five is always the same, though. It's always, it's it's me, it's Nori, it's you, it's Gilly and Waddle. And the fifth one is always, it always. Gilly and Waddle, we count them as one slot, bro. That's four. Me. You, yeah. uh, Gillian Wallow. Yeah, three. You maybe just forget the other nigga that I said. Oh, Nori. Nori, thank you. Drink Champs, four. And the fifth one is always like interchangeable to me. 
But those four are the constants. I, I'm, I'm going Charlemagne. Yeah, you the only one hyping that. So you just you the only one hyping that. Nobody hypes that but you. Why? Well, because you look up to whoever you look up to. No, he, the nigga got a. He has a. He has a, uh, a late night show. My nigga, like, bro, like, not play this. If it comes down to just nigga noise, I'm always at the top of that list because I know how to get the nigga noise popping. When it comes to people who are doing a little bit different things, my man's gonna drop a book, a couple late night shows. We could drop a book. I've been putting the book people to the side for the last three years. You dropping a book? I've been having those conversations. I would love to hear it. would be like autobiography. And let me stop because it sounds like I'm trying to downplay him and I'm not. That's not my goal right here. I'm just saying, it's only you to be pumping up the... Ah, stop. Stop. Uh, off, off here, I'll tell you. Okay. 